Welcome to the talk show, Lighting the Educational Flame, with your host, Mark Hoberman. The goal of this show is to provide a learning experience to people of all ages, with guests from various fields and academics, a wide range of industries, and insight into the many forms of art, athletics, and entertainment. We hope you enjoy the show. Today's featured guest is Dylan Jett. Dylan is a rising star from Australia. He is a self-taught musician, singer, songwriter, and actor. Dylan talks about his passion for music and the work it takes to succeed in any venture. Hello, and welcome to the talk show, Lighting the Educational Flame, brought to you by Great Success Education. I'm your host, Mark Hoberman, and today's guest is Australian singer, songwriter, actor, Dylan Jett. Dylan, welcome to Lighting the Educational Flame. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you here. And uh, I have to tell you, the, the viewers out there, if you're a teenager, it's not easy to get Dylan during school time because he's very serious about his work. So that's all great <laughs> stuff. So uh, and also uh, it's interesting. You know, I read a couple of articles on you. So I didn't go. But September 9th, I had follow up tickets. It's supposed to be from last May to see Michael Bublé in concert. And I know you're a fan. I'm a very big fan. But uh, sadly, we punked out. Things are upticking a little bit here. We are vaccinated, but uh, as you know, the world has changed. But it's usually when I say the word Michael Bublé uh, to someone your age, I either get laughed at or they say who. So I am so thrilled. <laughs> no good music. I mean, you have such a big uh, uh, eclectic taste in music. I think that, that's outstanding. So Thank you. he's a classic. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, it makes me feel old when I see that someone your age has accomplished so much already. And, and you're still a teenager. You're 18. <laughs> Yeah, 18. Oh, unbelievable. You just ruined my weekend. But anyway, where, <laughs> where does that drive and determination come from for a teenager? Um, honestly, it's, it's just because I love it. Like, it's like the ability to do something that I love every day. Right. And creating music and acting is just, I do it because I really enjoy it. Right. And there's so much to it. You don't just sing music. You write music. You don't just sing and write music. You play music. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and because you're your age, obviously you have to balance school and a career simultaneously, which mm. uh, is not easy under normal circumstances. And we've had 16 months of abnormal circumstances. So, so what strategies do you use to maintain that healthy balance between school and entertainment? Um, it's all about organization. It took a very, very long time to get everything like right because i'd always end up having to skip a couple classes here and there and stuff for for commercials and and different little acting jobs and different interviews and stuff which i i still like do but it's it's occasionally it doesn't really take a massive hit to my studies and my mum will not let me like flunk out of school she's i have to i have to work hard i have to study as much as possible and yeah, it's just kind of a balance, um, not sacrificing either one. Just, yeah, it's, it's time organization, I guess. No, excellent. Now, I don't know if you know that Great Success Education is my education company, my tutoring company, and we actually do mm -hmm. time management courses. And uh, you could probably teach one because uh, <laughs> how you do the balance is truly unbelievable. And it's interesting, you said, you know, sometimes I have to skip classes. So in the States, skip classes means you're in school, and you skip and cut the class that period and you hide out in the bathroom or, or, or you know, or on the football field, and then you come back. So, uh, you know, it's great. And I'm sure your teachers work with you and, and they, they respect what you do because you're doing yeah. it the right way. 
and you're doing it with a good message. Mm. And, you know, we mentioned earlier that you taught yourself how to play the piano. Uh, I took piano lessons uh, for a while and now I just play chords, but I don't think I could have taught myself. Uh, tell us about <laughs> your, your earlier years of uh, learning how to play. Um, so I did, when I was very young, I did take a couple lessons for classical piano and I just, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't blend well with it and I wasn't really getting anywhere. And then um, my dad, he's, um, he's a sound engineer. So he plays piano, guitar, everything. And I remember he, he like played one song for me that he made with a certain like a certain method to playing, which I hadn't really seen before where the left was doing, my left hand was doing most of the work and the chords were always moving and fluctuating. And I, I copied everything he did for that one song. And then with that one song, I just like went from there and I applied it to all my music and that same technique. And then with that, I've just been able to over the years, just keep on learning. And yeah, from, from him showing me, really just one chord um, and, and one short song, I was, able to, I was able to learn everything else. Well, the average person who hears that saying, what? <laughs> because, yeah, I, I did the chord, I did the song and everything else, but this everything else is, is, is tremendous. When, when you, your piano playing, can you sit down, hear a song and you start playing it or is your piano playing melded more with your writing and then you sit at the piano and you start to write a song? What is that about? Um, well, just like playing in general, I'm 100% by ear. If I listen to a song like three or four times, I'm, I'm able to get down the chords and know it pretty well to the point where I could play it for someone. Because um, I, I have relative pitch, which it isn't perfect pitch, but it's like perfect pitch for one note. And then I just work all the other notes from knowing that one note. So if you play me a song, if I listen to it like two times, I'll be able to perform it to at least a decent um, extent. And with writing, um, well, my process of writing my songs usually comes from piano first, but I just, I just mess around with random chords. And then when I find a, a chord progression that I like, I start writing melodies over it and then it leads to lyrics. Are these, you know, not to get too technical, but, you know, major chords, major fifths, sevenths, uh, you know, uh, are they those kind of advanced chords or you just hit those notes yeah. and you happen <laughs> to hit the chord and it's the right chord because you have that gift? Um, well, I, I do that too. I just kind of randomly, but I love, I love my sevenths. I love my ninths as well. <laughs> right. Which oh, I've been I didn't able even to mention ninths, I think. Come, get I thought that I hate this. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting because I played the clarinet for 30, 40 years. At one time in high school, I was very, very good. Uh, but, and as much as I love it, and I'm much better on the clarinet than the piano. You play the clarinet alone, it gets kind of dull after a while. But that piano mm. just is really, an ex can be an extension of your whole soul. And uh, yeah. really can play some beautiful, beautiful uh, melodies yeah. just on your own. So that, 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 that's got to be a, a wonderful thing. You can do that. Yeah, I've been able to blend chords now where it's like I'll play a C major with an A minor and just together they sound so beautiful and it's just different random chords. Like all the chords weirdly kind of work together and any any two chords, you can you can make something amazing out of it. That's, that's outstanding. And, and when we talk about entertainment and the playing and the singing I, I, and, and 
and it's professional. Entertainment might be uh, loads of fun, uh, but it's called the entertainment business for a reason. I know you're an actor and you've won awards and you've worked with Russell Crowe. People looking at you think you should, you should be about 50 years old with all these things that I'm saying that you've done already. But, uh, you know, and, and many others. But, you know, I, I've, talked, I've talked to a number of child actors. I've talked to a number of, uh, of singers, of people on The Voice and even on American Idol and such. Uh, what have you learned about the business of entertainment? Keeping in mind, you're 18, but you're now part of the entertainment business. One of the main things, which I learned at a, at a very young age, but it was probably the toughest to learn, is just, I think it's about resilience, because especially in the acting industry, in the music industry as well, but in the acting industry, you face a lot of rejection, like your agents will tell you you should be getting one one call back out of 20 auditions so that's 20 times you go for something and you don't you don't necessarily get it and any any actor would know like that's very like there's a lot of rejection there's a like you're not going to get every role and it's just becoming resilient to that but luckily i was thrown into the water diviner would rustle across such a young age. I was thrown into the deep end. So it, it made it a bit easier to, to grow that resilience and be able to keep strong in the industry. Well, absolutely. And, and that resilience has served you well during a pandemic uh, also because uh, you're as busy now as in what we'll call normal times, let's say. Uh, you know, so you know, I yeah. know in 2020, you released four songs uh, you know, many people in 2020 released The Couch, and that's about all they released. <laughs> but uh, you released four songs. Uh, well, can, you tell, can you tell us about So I, I saw Tokyo. First of all, I, don't, I, I think I have a decent eye. I love your, I don't know if we're going to call them, but your video team, your whatever, but it is so polished and so fun. And uh, <laughs> it has such a great vibe. And this is an older person telling you this. But it's, uh, it's not what I expected to hear when they said, oh, check out his song, Tokyo. So who wrote that and what's the message behind it? Um, me and Nico wrote that. And um, it was uh, my manager, Nico Larson. Um, he, him and me wrote that together. And it was, it's just, it's a really fun song, Tokyo. Um, the beat was made by um, Rob uh, Agosti, which is... Um, producer so he sent us over the beat just like a really rough draft of the beat and then we just we just started writing nico wrote like the the melody of the choruses and stuff and then um i added some lyrics and then i did i worked on the verses and the and the second verse the rap part and let me ask you about the rap part right because uh i i, I knew that was you without you telling me that was that was you <laughs> because you don't expect that you're hearing you're watching and you're enjoying and then all of a sudden this cool rap wait did I, did I hit that second song by mistake what's going on over here <laughs> it really blended so well but uh i will say although i know you're an actor uh i've taught long enough over three decades you're not acting the fun you're having when you're performing i, I can see that <laughs> coming through it's not like cut thank god let me get the hell out of here so it's just you know yeah. it just looks like you don't want it to end it's it's what i love and like working on music uh, i love both sides of it i love performing what i've worked on and and my music and i love making the music and the whole process leading up to it so 
even though that's such a fun process when I finally get to perform it or when I'm filming the music video and we're out and about and I'm just like lip syncing it and stuff the it's it's a really good feeling and yeah just sharing my my creativity with other people I'm, I'm so glad that you you talked about the creativity but more importantly the process because people think you know they they wrote this song for Dylan. He pulled up in his car. He came out. He shot it and went home. They just don't know. And I say this on the show all the time. We know we know the glory, but we don't always know the story. So the rejection was one piece of uh, what you say is difficult and, and and about the business. But what obstacles besides rejection do you have when there's writing obstacles? I mean, you have to be a producing machine. Uh, this is a business where if you're not productive you're not remembered and you're no longer in. So what mm. obstacles have you had uh, kind of musically and, and in the acting career besides the rejection, the work, the balance of, of the life and the work? When we're talking like, we'll, we'll start with music. When we're talking like um, just the amount of work you have to put in, it's I'm constantly writing. I'd say I'm writing a new song every day. Um, it's, become just like it's just even if I don't use that song ever it's just something you've got to practice and working with different chords and melodies and lyrics and each song even if you scrap it it's finding a new way to do something that you didn't do the day before and um with working with um Nico and everything it's 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 a lot like he'll he's he's so like on point and I love it he sends me He's able to send me like a new track every day or, or he's able to send me new tracks so often, like just a basic draft of a beat. And with, um, like you said, that um, you appreciate that I do a lot of my writing. I kind of, I, I make sure I can do as much as possible because before I, I started like releasing my own music and before all of this, it was just me writing in my room. And I would say I love writing just as much if not more than actually singing and performing mm -hmm. because it's like it's it's my own body of work so I always want to have as much um creative choice in my music as possible but it's that's yeah it's a lot of work <laughs> that's great and it's, and, and it's not just work like school work it's not work like the job after school at the mall I'm not demeaning any of those things <laughs> but it's it's work on another level so talking about another level uh most uh, I'll say kids or people your age don't have to deal with the next thing that I'm going to ask you about. When people get older, many times people try to befriend adults or coworkers because what they can, what they think they can get out of them, what they can mm. do with them. And, and 95% of, uh, of, of teenagers don't really, they have their own problems, but no one's really befriending them to get something out of them but let's call it what it is. You know, you're a rising star. You're in the limelight. You're on YouTube. You're doing your thing. Uh, how is your, for lack of a better term, how is your BS radar? How is your, you know, th this person's not authentic because uh, even though you're more mature than most 18-year-olds, you know, I, I can tell you that straight <laughs> up. But that's got to be something you have to deal with. Yeah, honestly, a lot of my life, um, I've, I've had to deal with that or at least kept it in mind ever since, um, the water diviner, I've just been like, kind of, uh, I've had my eye out, but it hasn't been able to distract me 
because usually I'm like I, I'm naturally I feel I'm I'm like polite and I always want to talk to people like if someone comes up to me and and it's they they want to be friends with me I'll I'll happy to have a talk and a discussion and like I'm I'm quite social when it comes to that but I always just like keep it in the back of my mind but I luckily I haven't had to face too much of that most of um most of the time close to all of the time like a lot of the people who I end up being friends with it's it's really genuine and we, I don't even there isn't that much of a connection between them and like what I do like acting and singing it's kind of like a separate like we don't we don't talk about that much we just kind of chill and hang out and yeah how, how old are you when the uh the water diviner I was 11. wow okay big deal yeah. now people are seeing you recognizing you and uh you know it's a big deal and it's, and it's great that you have your head on straight and I hope people parents and any teens who are watching this can see that you can have it all you can succeed you can be in the so-called limelight uh, but it's wonderful. I love to interview people who are doing this because it's really their passion. Uh, the fact mm. that it, it, you know, it is a business, you, you want it to generate revenue and things like that, but I don't think that's even fourth or fifth on your list. And so, you know, that, that, that's, that I think is a big deal. Um, you know, and your next single is due out uh, the middle of this month. So what can you tell us about Break My Heart? Um, so Break My Heart is coming out 17th of September. So pretty soon in in at least Australia, it's this Friday. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I really love this track. It's again, it's different to Tokyo and my one before that packing. It's just each single since like working with Nico, we haven't been working with each other for a long, long time. We've released, this would be the third single that we're releasing together. So it's kind of, we're just experimenting and trying completely different sounds to see what sticks so this one's a bit more it's it's poppy but it's more like kind of a darker sound to it okay. and is there a yeah. message is there any kind is, is there a message uh in the song um for this one like tokyo was filled with a bunch of lyrics and, and fast raps and stuff but um for this one we can't i kind of just want to let the the melody speak so there's like lyrics but it's not too it's not too deep. Like I, I want, like, it's just the sound. I want people to just hear the sound and yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's, there's creating the music and there's performing the music. And obviously you could, you know, in a pandemic, you could create a ton of music, but you can't perform yeah. a ton of that music. Luckily through YouTube videos and all different media outlets and stuff you can. But when we talk about live performing, when's the last time you performed live? Ooh, last time I performed live, um, I was actually able to um, a few months ago, I think late July, but that was um, with my, my, my side thing. It was, it's a band that I'm in with my brother. My brother's also a musician. And that how was- old, How old is your brother? How old is your brother? Um, he's 21. Yeah. Um, and ours is, our band's a bit more rock but it's, it's just, it's, I love going up and, and performing just any music and anything. But um, last time I performed Dylan Jet was January, which was a, a great show. Um, I really enjoyed that. 
But yeah, it's it's been it's been like rough with you know quarantine pandemic. Most sure. like musicians and actors alike, we've been. Sure. Yeah. It's great to join. It's 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 been difficult, but it's great that you include. I don't know why you let somebody so old be in your band, a twenty-one year old. But you know, <laughs> it's your brother, so you got you got to give him a, you know his props there. But uh, <laughs> so um, let's talk about school. Let's talk about education. Uh, what is your studying like, and what's it like now? I believe there's a lockdown on school in your area now. Uh, here in the states, uh, mm. everybody pretty much is back in school. Uh, most with masks and there's lots of arguments here, PTA meetings. I don't want my son to wear a mask and that kind of thing, but I know it's, it's a, a worse situation where you are. So what's going on with that? Um, yeah, currently we are in like the toughest lockdown. Um, so I can't leak. I can't go further than five Ks from my house, two hours of exercise a day curfew from 9 PM to 5 AM. So Oh, I this think is that a, this be, is a school. This is a big lockdown. This is a country. Yeah, it's a big lockdown. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, it should be ending pretty soon, the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, with school, all of it is online right now, um, which is is tough because I I personally I have ADHD, so it's like welcome, welcome to my world. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So just attention and focusing has always been rough for me. Uh, rough in in a in an environment that is meant for studying, let alone my room. So it's it's been hard to focus, but we're it, it's so by. interesting. Yeah, so interesting because uh, it's hard for anyone to focus now. Mm. But I'm 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 so proud of you for opening up and and, and saying something about that because uh, for the younger people who watch the show, uh, that's that could be a badge of honor. There is no shame in that whatsoever. And I can yeah, tell you there are yeah. teachers I've seen and dealt with who said, "Oh, that kid has ADHD. When he's off his meds, he's crazy and that kind of stuff." And you know, these are, and there are teachers I've seen who are the best teachers I've ever seen. That when school went to Zoom, these are people with 25 mm. years experience who could only spell Zoom. They couldn't operate Zoom. So yeah. First yeah. three or four weeks. And they've got 11-year-olds telling them, no, 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 Mrs. Johnson, you want to click here. If you want us to check, <laughs> we should go there. So all yeah. this comes together. And, uh, you know, it's so interesting to me that uh, you know focus, but you mm-hmm. are, there's academic focus and there's life focus. And yeah. I, it's amazing that, that, that you've done both. So... A 12-year-old boy or girl comes up to you and says, hey, I want to do what you do. And you say... I would say just start creating, like do as much as possible. In this, in this like day and age, we're so lucky with, with, sites, like, <laughs> with, with sites like TikTok, with um, apps like TikTok. It's, it's so like right at your fingertips, you can get out there and start posting consistently and start and start releasing your work on, on Spotify or YouTube or anything. Um, and it, it's, it's a long process. It, it takes a long time, longer than most people would like, but if you really love it, um, you just got to keep on creating and create as many contacts as possible. Make as many friends as you can who do the same thing as you do and collaborate with them. Um, and especially make sure that, you know, while you're doing that, you're enjoying it as well. Because I think meeting other people who are doing the same thing you do and working on them with projects and 
constantly releasing, hearing feedback and trying to better your work is the process for me is the best part. I would say it's even better than the final result because the work is like, while you're working, it's just like, this is why I do it. This is what I love. But, uh, well, yeah, we talk, I, yeah. We talk on the show a lot about golden answers. I think that was a platinum answer because uh, <laughs> we started with the work. Uh, yeah. You know, you didn't start with, oh, you're going to love this. People are going to be clawing at you and dancing to your music. Create, create. You know, someone says to you, I want to be in the limelight and I want to do what you do. And you start with, OK, here's the homework that you have to do. Yeah. To get to this level. And they, they just a lot of people don't realize it. You know, we're in a world now you could you could write a song tonight and 10 o'clock, 20,000 people could hear it. You know, yeah. when I was 18. If I yelled out my window, maybe nine people would hear it if I sang a song. <laughs> With the media, it's a double-edged sword, but it's a wonderful thing that there's so many ways to get out there and create yeah. and write. And, and you ended with and, and, be, and have fun. We, we, we mm-hmm. are all both, you and I are too familiar with yeah. child actors who have not had a good adulthood because they never had a childhood. And uh, it, it was tough. It was, for me, the, the hard part was, going from being in in the limelight and being on such a such a big stage and having everyone know me to going back to school and kind of having to adjust to regular life obviously with a lot of experience now and and, and a lot of like life knowledge i guess yeah, from absolutely. going to turkey and and la for the first time um but it was definitely tough just like getting used to like normal again and it it was rough because like not when you get something like that you expect or just your mind thinks that it's just going to be like that now and then when you go back to school it's kind of just a tough like you know I should be doing this I should be doing this but I'm really glad it it happened that way because I feel like I I had my my teenage years I've, I've been able to have a childhood I've been able to do the stupid things with your friends and stuff. And now I'm able to finally, you know, work on music more and, and get and get somewhere with, yeah. That's great. And I, and I heard you mention LA. So any plans in mm. the future, near future, 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 uh, to come back to the States, come to LA and New York? A hundred percent. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as we're able to, as soon as stuff opens up, um, I would love to go down there and start working with anyone working with some producers and yeah just seeing what we can do i think i think that's been my favorite part of all of the music stuff so far is meeting up with people that i've never met before and we just that day we've just created a whole new song and a whole new piece it's it's so much fun i can't wait to get back to it right i think the name name of your next album may have to be called process because uh you're so into that (laughs) <laughs> so important but you know you know you thrive on that and i think that's i love it yeah oh yeah that, that's great stuff so uh dylan jet thank you so much for joining us today uh and sharing your passion for music and for education where can we learn more about you and see your music um you can look at me on instagram or, or if you youtube my name search it up on youtube or spotify and yeah, just if, <laughs> listen to my music and see if you like it. And 
Yeah, thank you so much for having me as well. Oh, such a pleasure. And to, to the viewers, this is Mark Hoberman thanking you for watching Light of the Educational Flame. Catch us on Monday nights, 9 p.m. EST on E360 TV, on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire. And remember, we are 24-7 on the Light of the Educational Flame YouTube channel. Have a great day, Dylan. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for watching Lighting the Educational Flame. To contact Mark Hoberman, email him at info at gradesuccess.com or visit him on social media through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Thank you for watching Lighting the Educational Flame.